Hello and welcome back to Big Head Real Estate Agent on Goswick Lane. We're glad to have you today. Thanks for tuning back in. If you watched the last episode, we kind of lead you in. We're going to talk about leads. We lead you, led you into leads, but we're actually going to talk about that a little bit later on how to get leads and if the brokerage helps you with that. First off, I want you to go back. Go back in time. Sounds like the beginning of a song, doesn't it? Yeah. What song back is that? Back to the future. Go back in time. In your DeLorean <laughs> to your first week as a real estate agent. Okay. Tell me all about it. Like, um, how hard was it? How'd you feel? What were you doing? Uh, you hit the ground running. Day one, what did day one look like? You're licensed? Oh, I, can I can tell you. Okay, let's go. Nervous. Okay. Frustrated. Confused. Didn't know whether or not I was going to make it. First day? Yes. Why? I think building up to being a, a real estate agent or becoming a real estate agent, uh, it's so exciting. You you know, you, you're having to do all this classwork and you're worried about, you know, passing an exam and you got background checks and you've got, you know, to find a brokerage to work for and yeah, yeah, yeah. Well then when you first start you're like, uh, what do I do now? You know, you got the license is like you're walking into your brokerage office mm -hmm. and you feel, you know, because there are a lot of veterans in the office and they're doing things and you're just kind of sitting in your office looking around like, what am I supposed to do here? <laughs> Should I leave? Um, so, you know, the first day I started creating my social media platform okay. and trying to figure out exactly what I was doing. I worked on you know, thumbing through the MLS because I've bought and sold a lot of real estate prior to that, probably somewhere between me and my brother's brother, um, 30 to 40 transactions. Okay. So I was familiar with what I was looking at on that part. I was familiar with as looking at sign. contracts yeah, yeah, as an investor sign. Uh, but the MLS, I was really trying to figure it out because people don't understand that in the MLS, we're broke off into zones. And Kay. so you have Longview, Longview which is like, there's four different zones. 111, 112, 113. Is it just Longview City or is it like greater area? ISD. Oh, it's Longview. Okay. Then is, you have Hawsel. Is it all, is MLS all broken up by ISD? Mm-hmm. It can be. Okay. You can, you can break it down just by like the city. But your ML, your actual MLS zones. Well, it's probably it, you know, so it just depends. So you could have you could have somebody put uh, out of area in our MLS, and it could be in you know, DCAB or okay, you know, wherever. Okay, you could technically put you know, I put properties because I'm a member of Longview Tyler and Dallas, so some of my listings will go in Dallas that are here in Longview or they could be yeah. in Hallsville, Marshall, you know, you're just trying to expand the exposure whenever you're working in mm -hmm. MLS. Okay. But as far as what you can look at on MLS, what can you see? Is it just based on where you're a member of? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, so you can't see listings in Houston? Houston. Because mm -mm. I don't have the Houston MLS. Now, have, is that something you have to pay for? That, it, that is something. So, you know, I pay for my home base is Longview. Then I pay extra fees for Tyler, okay. extra fees for Dallas. 
but your broker also has to be a member of that. Like, let's say my broker was a member of Houston, mm-hmm. then I could do it. If he wasn't, I would have to ask him to become a member, so he has to pay, and then you and then I pay. have to pay. So is is Marshall in your mm-hmm. MLS? Is that considered in Longview MLS? Longview. Okay. So you've got you know it kind of uh, Wascom uh, to the to border. Jefferson. Okay. Uh, even Linden area. Oh, wow. Okay. Back around to Gilmer Glade. Are you down to Carthage? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So it's just like a map, mm-hmm. and it's like this is the East Texas, whatever, Longview chapter of MLS, and this is what your home base is. As an agent, what would you recommend? So that first week you're looking in MLS, I can imagine that it's going to be overwhelming. It's like a foreign language. Yeah, and so a new agent, what would you recommend to a new agent as far as MLS goes? I mean, uh, they really need to pick a, a picking the brokerage is key okay. because the brokerage is going to have different uh, training programs. And then you also have other agents in the office that are willing to help. I, I would say pretty much everybody in our office is a team player. They love helping. Uh, who's who's not who's not the team player? You said pretty much everybody. I'm messing with you. We're not naming. Names I was about to here. say. I, don't, I can't think of one. Um, <laughs> Get but, a little uncomfortable <laughs> in here for a minute. Uh, but everybody wants to see. Or I feel like everybody wants to see everybody win. Okay. And there's enough uh, bread to be broke mm-hmm. throughout the. You know. Um, That's where winner. I mean, you know, winning organizations come from those who are are see the the value and the. Um, the importance of collaboration right? and not the ones that like, Oh, I know something I'm not going to tell you because it's going to give me a leg up. Like, yeah, it's not that to me. That's not fun. Nobody wants no. to sit at the table by themselves. No, no. So MLS, you dove into that. That was your first week. You're nervous, scared, didn't know what to do. Well, uh, and then, you know, I was trying to navigate through all the contracts, navigate, navigating through. So you have commercial contracts, you have residential contracts, you have farm and ranch contracts, you have vacant lot contracts, you have third party finance uh, addendums that you have to add, and then you have you know like owner finance. So mm-hmm. you've got a, you know, obviously you're going to be learning the residential, the one Kay. to four. Okay. Would you, you say start there? there? That's where I would start. That's as a new agent. That's going to be the easiest thing to learn because that's what you're going to work off ninety percent of the time. I didn't okay. learn the commercial. Jeff helped me because Jeff's done a lot of commercial stuff. Jeff Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Okay, and um, so he helped me navigate through the commercial because commercial is a whole different animal. Okay, you know that you've seen those yeah, contracts. Different. There's a lot more to them. Mm-hmm. So what if I mean are there people out there that just want to be a real estate agent for farm and ranch? Like, if, mm-hmm. like yeah. if you're gonna pursue that niche would you say just focus on that one first or would you still say the residential like learn that one it depends on the person i'm not going to turn down business yeah you know so th- just because they sell farm and ranch doesn't mean that joe's not going to come to them and uh say hey man i got a residential house i right. want you to sell it well you still need to know it okay you know i i don't do commercial every day i do a good portion of commercial mm-hmm. um most of mine's residential, but I still want to know. I want to be knowledgeable. Okay. Um, if I don't know it, then I'll go and figure it out and come back and tell you what it is. All right, so I that was day do. one and two. Well, we're just going to say day one was setting <laughs> up social media, and uh, day two was looking into MLS. Uh, day three, day four, day five, what what are you What are you doing? So by that point, you know, once you've kind of got that nervous off of you, uh, I was trying to figure out how to become different, how okay. to, 
uh, have a niche, how to market, how to, because I, I never really did a bunch of marketing prior to this. My other businesses, I didn't have to market them. You know, we had contracts set up or Mm -hmm. what, you know, what have you. So it was really trying to navigate through the marketing side of it. Okay. Uh, this leads me to what we left off the last episode with when you come into a brokerage, um, we're actually going to lead into it next. How did you select the brokerage that you wanted to be at? I had a good friend who kind of coached me into um, bringing me into that brokerage. And then once I got to the brokerage and met with uh, Mindy Scott and Jeff Ramsey, um, I knew from that point, really, I didn't want to interview anywhere else. I actually didn't interview anywhere else. And then they extended the opportunity for me to join, you know, their their uh, brokerage, and so I accepted it because I just okay. felt like it was a fit. Okay. So that another another question. So you do, you can't just pick a brokerage you want to be at. They, you got to be hired. Essentially, yeah, you're not hired as a W two employee, but right. I mean, they don't. It's it's a family, so their business is different than other businesses. There are some brokerages that'll they're counting heads they'll just take it they'll take anybody on i mean of okay. course they're going to interview them but they'll extend the invitation pretty easily what know? would you tell a new agent to be looking for in in the brokerage selection process or where they're going to you know uh, a lot of people are going to interview at two or three places possibly and you're interviewing the brokerage and the brokerage is interviewing you okay and so you have to get the warm and fuzzies and so you know, you want to know what what are your splits going to be? What what is that brokerage going to be able to do to as far as training? What is that brokerage going to be able to do uh, as far as do they you know pay for your signs? Do they uh, charge you a desk fee? Do they um, you know help with marketing? Uh, you know, pay any of the marketing expenses? You know, there's a lot that goes into that, and what they had to offer is more of a boutique style real estate company that, you know, they aren't really counting heads. They want it to be a family. And so that's where I, that's what I liked. That's cool. So, uh, leads, let's talk about leads. That's where we kind of left off on the last one. You said you got to go out and find your own leads, but when you, when you select a brokerage and you come into a brokerage, is there any leads that are already maybe there for you? Do they help you figure out how to secure leads or go out and get leads? What's that process like when you're first or starting out. Well, and every office is different, but I'm going to say 90% of your leads need to be generated from yourself. Yeah. Um, the brokerage did help generate leads because the brokerage gets phone calls and we have a system that goes down that, that goes in place at the brokerage for, for people to call in. And so that is, that's helpful. That can be helpful. I always tell people, People like when I first started, you really need to be in off in in the office because it gears your mind to real estate. If you're at home, you're going to do laundry. Mm-hmm. You're going to, you know, fix the do- broken doorknob. You're yeah. not going to be concentrated on real estate. You or you might be like, I can, I can swim in the swimming pool and put my laptop on mm-hmm. the side and do a little work. <laughs> now it, it does work for some people. Yeah, some people. Can some do people it. are able to do that. They work real well from being at home. They actually work better in that setting than they do in an office. I have to be at the office. Every yeah. Day. I, I'm not good from the house. I got to separate. Mm-hmm. Got to separate. So there is a question that I was going to ask you, but I can't remember it. Let's talk about, I really like numbers. And um, 
I think this would be really good information for a new agent. You mentioned splits and how desk fees and marketing fees and stuff like that. How let's let's actually walk through some numbers. So you're going into the interview at an agency. What are a couple possible splits that would be promoted or offered as a new agent? And new agents are I mean, and it depends on the brokerage. There are brokerages that do just flat fees. Okay. Where they just charge you a flat fee. There are brokerages that do a split until you get to a, a capping number, and then you cap for the year, so you get a hundred percent. All right, let's break it down from the beginning. Like there's six percent that's involved think, in a real estate deal, right? Yes, that's a typical. Yes, that's a typical it's commission industry in, industry standard. And wh- where does that? How does that six percent get broken up for a so, new for a new agent? So just throw some out. So for a new agent, you break it down. Let's say um, two hundred thousand dollar house. Two hundred thousand. Six percent is uh, twelve grand total. Cut that in half because you got a buyer and seller. Okay, so you got six thousand on the buyer side, mm-hmm. buyer's brokerage, and six thousand on the seller's brokerage. And then the brokerage takes a piece of that, whatever it may be. I think when I started, it was like. 65 or something. So they took 65. So 65% of. No, uh, I keep 65. You keep, they kept 35. Mm-hmm. Uh, 30% of six grand would be 18. Let's just go 30% because it's easier math. So the brokerage on each side or on the, on the new agent side, 1800. Mm-hmm. And then the agent gets the remaining, which would be 4,200. Correct. Yeah. And is that, uh, that's kind of a typical? Yeah, it was back then. You know, that's another thing about our brokerage. They relook at their business every year and see what's going on. And, and they we actually have meetings every year at the first of the year, goal-setting meetings, and they yeah. ask what they can do better. Um, you know, obviously, that's not – I'm not even close to that anymore. It's right. way, way different and yeah. and to, to the better of the agent. And so they, they are competitive – um, but they still have to run a business. And, and I think that's where people get confused and mainly people that never run businesses. And, and I have people all the time be like, why are you staying there for a split or whatever? Mm-hmm. My philosophy is go sell more real estate. Yeah. That's what okay? you get at. And, and, and the second thing is I'm a very loyal person mm-hmm. to my brokerage. So I'm not going to go to the other side for $20,000, $30,000. Yeah. Because I like going to work there. What if I pick a brokerage and move all my stuff? Man, it ain't worth that mess. It's not worth it. It's not. I like where I'm at. I love I love the people that I work with. They're like my family. They come to my, my kids' baseball games, yeah. and we go eat dinner and you know, whatever. You can hang out and have a good time. I, I'm not changing that for the world. So, okay, let's go through that commission structure. That was a new agent commission structure. Uh, say, you know, a 10-year agent has been there for a while. What kind of splits are you looking at on that same six grand? It, it depends. Some of them are 90. Some of them are 85. Some of them are. Okay. So at 90 there on that same deal with experience and um, time, time on your belt and you're really good at what you do, a 90-10 split would be 600 goes to the brokerage and uh, 5,400 right. goes to the agent. Now you mentioned um, other things like I don't what uh, office fees, desk fees, answering like right. Yeah, our like brokerage you, does. I mean, and, and and I call that like more of a franchise or or a brokerage that's going to fee you to death. Mm-hmm. Um, which I get it. I sure the bro- those, those brokerage things cost money. Has 
brick and mortar. Yeah. They hold all the liability. They have lawn care. They have cleaning. They have equipment. Probably a, they probably have a big, big amount of insurance. Insurance. I mean, they have all those expenses. And so I tell people, I don't want my burgers not to make money. Right. I, I want to make business. money. Yeah. And we have to stay open. Yeah. So why why would I want to, you know, hound them over the money? Yeah. You know, sell more real estate. Yeah. It's, it's that simple. That's a good point. So you're saying to pick, you know, although the, these things are important and, you know, you got to eat, right? So, but it's more important to pick a brokerage where you can really see yourself growing at and people can foster you than it is to pick one based on a little bit of a difference of the commission structure. Well, yeah, and, and not only that, we hadn't even scratched the surface on, you know, having the the, the backup from there, – there are brokerages that the broker and the agent have never talked to each other. That's crazy. Never talked to each other. They've never seen them. They have – 5,000 agents. Okay. That's not where I want to be. Yeah. That yeah. doesn't help me if I have a problem with the contract. No. How do those people figure out? I mean, how would you figure out as an agent if you I mean, went into one where you're just on your own, you're on an island? I'm sure they have supervisors and okay. you know, team leads. And to some like degree. That, but but maybe like a call-in number, like hit seven. If, yeah, you know, I don't. That's four. not, that's not yeah, what. Hello. I, I want to call my broker, and I want them to answer, and I want them to help me because that's – what the broker's responsibility is. Now you mentioned that uh, you haven't, you hadn't done marketing up to like real marketing before you got into being a real estate agent. You've had businesses. I've had businesses. I just feel like maybe I did marketing and none of them worked or they didn't, I didn't find the right niche. Yeah. It just wasn't like what I would call something that I really grasped grasped and ran with like I was I felt like okay I'm actually doing good with this all right biggest piece of advice for the for that new agent coming in that first week to a month of what to do with marketing obviously there's a ton of stuff that you can do Mm -hmm. biggest piece of advice that you would you would tell yourself going back put yourself out there put yourself out there holy because you know if you have the courage go knock on that for sale by owner door Mm mm-hmm uh, if you can get up in front of people, get up in front of them. Um, they're not going to remember it really the hour after you leave. Yeah. Yeah. So they're not, um, it's taken a lot of courage for me to, you know, put myself out there. I, I practice and have practiced for a long time, you know, not trying not to say no to something. If, if it's that I'm scared or uncomfortable trying mm-hmm. to push through that. Like when you made me do that podcast for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to say no, but I didn't. Yeah. And so, and look at it now. Now it's kind of like my, you know, yoga. Yes. Yeah. It is. It's pretty therapeutic. All right. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, next episode. What are we talking about on the next episode? What kind of cliffhanger can we leave the pe- people on? Well, I, I think that we're going to follow it up with a little bit more about real estate because. Again, we could talk about um, being an agent and kind mm-hmm. of what what that first year looks like. Uh, I remember I asked you a question. It was about probably four months ago, and I was kind of deciding if I wanted to, you know, we've been uh, working on selling a business that had provided some income for our family, and we're kind of getting away from the consistent income model. Um, so I was looking at, you know, I know we're going to be investors, 
Um, for a long time, we're going to keep doing that. We might keep doing some flips, but you know, I asked you a question like, do you think I should be a real estate agent? And then you told me the reasons why or why not. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that on the, on the next episode sure. specifically. Cause I remember very clearly what you told me in those moments. So that was really good advice. Sure. Thanks for joining us today. Remember, love God, love others and let your work reflect that. We'll catch you on the next one.